All right. Uh, new this morning, CNN reporting underlining that Donald Trump has a new legal gambit. He's back in court on Friday, but sources tell CNN he also wants to pit federal judges against each other in a bid to uh, push his trials until after the November election. Uh, CNN's Caitlin Paul Lance broke the story for us. Caitlin, I mean, we knew that it was all about delay, 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 but this is the plan to make that happen. And there is a plan. Yeah. So the sources I've spoken with is, are saying that Trump really does not want these two federal criminal cases he's facing to go to trial. He has the New York uh, hush money case on the calendar for the end of March spanning into May. So that'll take up a chunk of his calendar in court. And then after that, there's a big question mark. Will one of these cases go to trial? Right now, his documents case in Florida, the classified records mishandling case, that's a federal case. It's scheduled to start in late May. But this Friday, his attorneys are looking to ask for a delay. That's what the right. sources are telling me. And they want to just move it gradually. They want to move it maybe a month or two into July. Yeah. And then because that case is so complicated, once July rolls around, they hope that they have to move it back again. So yeah. the idea would be to elbow out not just having him go to trial in that case, but also to make sure he's not going to trial yeah. in the January 6th case, 2020 election, before D Judge Tanya Chutkin. They want to ice her out. That's what one source told me. Yeah, I mean, I get this case over here, so I can't do this one over here, and, and so on. You can understand how this can snowball out of control. I and mean, you have, uh, we should point out, we have some breaking news that's just come in in the last several minutes. Uh, new uh, breaking news on Trump. He's going to file this appeal in the civil fraud case. What can you tell us? Yeah, he is filing this appeal in his civil fraud case out of New York. He wants to hold off having to pay that $454 million, so it's $100 million in interest, and the other judgment. Yeah. The clock is ticking for him, so he is going to have to get relief pretty quickly. There's a 30-day window, basically, some from last week, where he's going to yeah. have to start paying that money, and mm. he certainly doesn't want to pay it, and he also doesn't want to be banned from doing business in New York. Yeah. Breaking but not shocking news. Not exactly. at all. We have our other legal eagle here. Uh, Paula Reed is here. Uh, Paula, I mean, you know, we've been talking about this for some time now. He's going to try to not pay this, but he can't really do that. Well, it's unclear if he, if he can pay it at I mean, all. Unless right? he's that, successful with an issue. appeal, I guess. But yeah. yeah, I mean, he's going to appeal, but he still has to put it the cash or yeah. post bond, and it's unclear if he can do that. If you look at his current uh, cash flow, he's not only dealing with this verdict, he also had the E. Jean Carroll verdict. So these are adding up, and it's just unclear if he has enough money in his coffers or, you know, if he is worthy in the eyes of creditors or his real estate portfolio to be able to do what he has to do here. It's just unclear. We don't know. Yeah. And the other thing we need to get into happening this hour, the uh, Supreme Court uh, is going to be hearing arguments in two landmark cases uh, that essentially could open the floodgates uh, to more toxic content on social media. I mean, anybody who has a phone obviously is concerned about this, but for parents who have kids are yeah. constantly worried about what's on these social media sites, this court uh, could change uh, basically the, the landscape for this. You're right, Jim. Yeah. This case could change the Internet as we know it, because here Florida and Texas have yeah. passed laws that would limit the ability that social media companies have to moderate what is posted on their platforms. Now, these states insist that social media, it's a new public square, and there should be protections uh, for people to express themselves akin to what you have under the First Amendment. 
which of course only restricts the government's ability right. uh, to uh, infringe on your speech. But here they argue that these businesses are so big that here they want to change the way that they are able to moderate their own platforms. But a group called Net Choice, an industry group, has sued to block both of these laws, pointing out the most obvious, which is, hey, the First Amendment actually only applies to the government. These companies also have a First Amendment, and you are infringing on it. But it's interesting, the justices just started asking questions, and Justice Sotomayor, she started out by asking about, uh, of all social media platforms, Etsy. And she talked about mm. how they really have to be able to limit, I mean, forget about your hate speech, all those issues. She's just, they yeah. have to be able to limit what's on their platform. Otherwise, it would be infinite. Otherwise, they wouldn't be able to do business. I'm going to so, start selling my Duke mugs on Etsy if they're going to let this go through. You did That's not what's make that happen. yourself, did I, you? This was made for me. This is my little dog, Duke. And I'm struggling on putting this on camera. But anyway, uh, Paula Reed, very <laughs> huge implications, more than just bugs, disinformation, all of that. Uh, very much at play here. Paula Reed, thank you very much. In the meantime, we do have some other breaking news to tell you, and I'll stop talking about my dog. Uh, President Biden is planning a rare visit to the border on Thursday. Let's go straight to the White House. CNN's Priscilla Alvarez. Uh, Priscilla, this is a very big deal. A lot of folks have been asking, will the president go to the border? It sounds like he's going to the border. He is. It's a pretty extraordinary move because not only yeah. is he going to the border, he's also planning to go on the same day that former President Donald Trump is also at the border. What this indicates is a White House that is trying to flip the script on Republicans and seize on the issue of border security, especially after that Senate border deal that included some of the toughest security measures in recent memory tanked because Republicans backed away from it with the encouragement of former President Donald Trump. The White House has been hammering House Republicans on this, saying that they were ready to take these really extraordinary authorities, some that would include shutting down the border and that the Republicans just walked away from that. And we also know that after this fallout from the bill, the White House has been considering executive action to take on border security. So all of this culminating on Thursday in this visit to the U.S.-Mexico border by President Biden. He has visited the border before. He went to El Paso during his administration. He's going to a different part of the Texas-Mexico border this time around, clearly trying to show uh, or do a counter-programming here with former President Donald Trump. All right, fascinating. A lot of people are going to be watching that visit on Thursday. Priscilla Alvarez, thank you very much.